Good evening, everybody. Monday, January 6, 2020, 6.13 p.m., Chicago, Illinois. And I am your host, Andres Benitez. Thank you for tuning in to Creator Radio. Once again, welcome back, everybody, to Creator Radio. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. <clears throat> On today's episode, we're going to do a uh, little sports talk. We're going to do NFL Wild Card Weekend, a little recap. Talk about the first round of the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> and then we will do a couple uh, divisional round uh, predictions for next week. And then we will also do a little college football recap with the championship coming up. Clemson, LSU should be a really good one. But yeah, let's hop right into NFL wildcard weekend recap. All righty. So to begin, uh, I'm actually really happy that the football season is coming to kind of a close. Not that it's like... Not that I won't miss football because I love football and Sundays are always been dedicated to football, but a couple things for this podcast, it makes it really easy to talk about three games, four games instead of 12 games. And it definitely, there's more to talk about within each game. You know, some, sometimes each week you have some, you know, irrelevant matchups, but once you get a little bit further down, once you get into the playoff season, then every game matters. There's a lot to dive into a lot of upsets. So Really happy that that's coming, so that the NFL is coming to an end, because another reason is NBA right around the corner. I'm not even going to touch NBA until after um, the All Star Weekend, because that's usually when things start to actually start bubbling, you know. But very excited for the tail end of the season. Uh, I, you know, just so y'all know, the Celtics are second in the East and third in the uh, entire NBA as of right now. I think we're sitting at like 25 and 7, 25 and 8. Uh, really happy with the way they've been playing, but super excited to get into them more after the NFL season ends and once uh, basketball starts picking up. Okay, first game, Saturday, Saturday excuse me, Saturday, January 4th. Uh, the Bills took on the Texans. Uh, the Texans. With the victory uh, over the Bills, 22-19. to 19. I need to stop saying, uh. So if you guys keep hearing me say, uh, in between what I'm trying to say, hit me on the email. Just tell me you said, uh, like 15 times, and it will start to click in my head. Bills and Texans, 22-19. to 19. Texans, the Bills, up 16-0, to 0, uh, had the biggest lead in the entire game. But left enough time for Deshaun Watson to take over the game in the fourth quarter and bring them to the final victory, 22-19. Bills, unfortunately, eliminated from the playoffs. The Bills Mafia, I know, was very excited about the way that their team was playing this year. Probably the best team, the best-looking team that the Bills have had in a while. Definitely just a, you know, kind of a disappointing loss. I think it was... Leaning Texans, if you're, if I'm being honest, but no reason why the Bills couldn't have won this game, especially with the lead. But the bigger and more brighter image about this game is the fi- the future of the Buffalo Bills. Super super bright under Josh Allen. Love the defense. 
and you know some of the emerging um you know offensive talents uh john ross i believe or john brown john brown could be a top 10 receiver next year so a lot to look forward to as far as the bills go but Texans and Deshaun, too much to stop. And the Texans will be moving on to play the Ravens, or no, the Chiefs. So that will be a tough game for them, probably the end of their season uh, next week. But good win by the Texans. And Deshaun Watson, you know, I there's so many names in the NFL right now that I think could be tossed into the MVP hat, you know, the MVP pool. I think Deshaun Watson should be in the conversation. He's easily the most valuable player on the Texans you know you could say Hopkins you could say JJ Watt you could say whoever but I think that Deshaun's the real reason why that team is you know winning and overall just in general staying above 500 I think that's simply because of um fucking Deshaun Watson and also I don't think they'd even be in the playoffs without Deshaun Watson let alone beat the Bills which is you don't say that a lot, but Deshaun Watson is a key for the future of that franchise. So I hope that they, you know, build around him and, and just keep developing as a team because good competitive football is what we all really want at the end of the day. Moving on to the saddest game of the weekend, if you know that I am a Boston sports fan, the Patriots fall to the Titans at home. Ryan Tannehill. The, you know, protege of Bill Belichick. I forget the coach's um, name. It's just... uh, And Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was the real reason why the Titans won this game. We didn't have an answer for Derrick Henry. He was just downhill, full steam, every single... He had 30-plus fucking rushes on the day. You need to find an answer for Derrick Henry. Uh, You know, a lot of people are saying, is this the fall of the Patriots dynasty? For the... You know, for this year, yeah. I mean, they're out now, so they're not going to win it. But I think for the future, if you're a Patriots fan, no. I don't think that the Patriots dynasty is over at all whatsoever. I think that Brady will be back next year. Whether he's... Okay, well, I'll say this. If he plays for the Patriots, because he his contract is up this year, if he re-signs with the Patriots for like another, what, maybe two-year deal, something like that, no, I don't think the Patriots' dynasty is over at all. Brady's in, in point. The defense is fucking so solid. The coaching won't change. The culture of, of the Patriots won't change. The only thing that they need to do is restock on wide receivers, at least one tight end, and another running back. Because Sony Michelle really laid a goose egg this entire year. Excuse me. I like James White out of the backfield, but... We need more wide receivers. We need at least a solid tight end and another running back. I don't know if we'll be able to do it, you know, through the draft. Hopefully, I think the biggest problem right now is the tight end situation. We need another tight end. Um, That would be probably my biggest concern as of right now. Wide receivers, I don't think that it's necessary, as as necessary to the culture of the Patriots as a tight end. But the running back has to be addressed too. I'd probably go tight end, running back, and then wide receiver. That's Those are the three, and in that order of what we need most. I think Mohamed Sanu is great. I think he's a veteran, big, strong guy. Fucking Nikhil Harry is not a fucking shrimp either. Big fucking dude. I think that they'll, and Julian Edelman. I think that those three will be the wide receiver core next year. Maybe they bring in somebody else. Uh, but the tight end situation 
it just changes the offense for the Patriots completely. It's a whole source of of points that is just not not coming. And when it comes when it comes to the winter time and the playoff season, the Patriots historically have gone straight to the running game. We need a better running back. Uh, the two of them are just not not the one two punch that I think. It's just it's just not doing the job right now, and you know we're one one you know draft pick away from finding that that duo, or you know one one trade away from getting that that offensive core back. So I don't think that the Patriots dynasty is over at all. But again, that being said, we need Brady, we need him to resign again um, next year, and then you know we'll go from there. But very good win to the Titans. If I'm being honest, I kind of saw this one coming uh, after they lost to Miami. I was like, well, I'm not going to be disappointed if the Patriots lose here on out just because I don't, again, we didn't have the tools that we needed. So I think all it is is, and Dave Portnoy really solidified this, but restock, restock, restock. That's what they do every year. They'll restock. And, if, you know, Brady is the one throwing the balls and, and Bill is the one calling, the you know, all the plays. I And the defense is stays the same like it has I don't see this dynasty like crumbling I will say that I I am missing Jimmy G right now I think we blew it I think we absolutely blew it by letting him go you know at least the Bills have a Josh Allen there's a lot of young quarterbacks right now in the league and you know maybe we're you know again another draft pick away from getting that guy I mean that's what we did with Brady um, coming out of the fucking 11th 12th round of the pick but I don't think we'll see another Tom Brady for 15, 20 years, but I don't think the Patriots dynasty is over. I just think that, you know, we need a new guy. We need somebody fresh and it will be another, you know, maybe three or four years of not winning. I think we'll be in the playoff, you know, conversation. I don't think we'll, we'll fall to the Dolphins status or Cincinnati status at all because the culture stays the same and they they just run through players every year. They just restock, restock, restock. Culture stays the same, coaching stays the same, play calling stays the same. Yeah, I just don't I don't th- this foundation is there and I don't it's not going that's not going anywhere. So those are my thoughts on the Patriots, but again, good win for the Titans and we, we, they are moving on to play the Ravens, which you know, that will be I fa- I say fairly confidently that will be the end of uh, uh the end of their playoff run moving on to the vikings and the saints a weird weird game again i just you know the saints can't catch a break with these like game ending pass interference calls or lack of pass interference calls you know it's just really crazy to me i think that the better team lost i think that you know kirk cousins is a he had a really good game is he going to beat uh, – who are they playing? Are they going to beat the 49ers? No, probably not. Uh, I just think that they got they got lucky. I think the better team lost. Drew Brees, I'm not really sure what his future is right now. I don't know his current contract, but he'll probably stay uh, in New Orleans or retire. But, yeah, it just, it just seemed like a waste of a playoff run. The Viking team, it, they won't come close to Super Bowl. Not like the Saints would have. The Saints just have a better team, but that's a, that's a, that's the thing. You got to play the game, and nothing is you know finalized until the last call. Do I think that they fucked up the call? Personally, when I watched it in real time, it didn't seem like a pass interference. But when you go back, pretty obvious that um, Rudolph pushed off of the defender. Tough, tough to you know make that call, but they didn't, and uh, Vikings won. So. 
Good win by the Vikings. Saints, another disappointing season, disappointing loss. Um, they'll be feeling that for a while. A while, a while. <clears throat> the last game, we're going to talk the last game of the wildcard weekend, Seahawks and Eagles. Great game. I think that, you know, the score is the score that it was. Like, I didn't, I don't think anybody assumed, like thought that the Eagles were going to win this game. Not that they're not a good team. They just were so depleted with injuries. And I think that, like, very, very much so, like, the Patriots, they need to restock in the off, in the offseason, uh, especially in the offense. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, I will say this, and, like, we'll talk about, and this will link into our pick em round in a couple minutes because this is the last game. We're going to, we'll go into pick em rounds, but they're 7 and 0 on the road. And I think that, again, just like Deshaun, I think Russell Wilson is the most valuable player for the Seahawks. And if you can't acknowledge that in the same situation that Russell and Deshaun are on teams that need them, I don't think that Lamar Jackson is needed in Baltimore. Do I think that he's a circus? And do I think it's the perfect fit? And do I think it's the hot thing on the block? Yeah, but is he the most valuable player for that team? No, I really don't think that he is. I'm not saying that he isn't the best version of that team. That This is the best Ravens team to date, to history. But could I see somebody else in Lamar Jackson's position and and lead them, you know, deep into the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. I think they just have a good team. And you saw that with the Pro Bowl selections. Like 11 of them made the Pro Bowl. That is wild to me. But again, yeah, but Russell 7 and 1 on the road. He's the most the, again, just like the Texans. The Eagles, I mean the Seahawks wouldn't even be sniffing the playoffs without Russell Wilson. That's my personal belief. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that the MVP race is like so dependent on the the show that you're giving people. And obviously Russell is quite a show. Don't get me wrong, but Lamar is a circus and, and you just can't compete with the circus at that point. I don't know if he's the most valuable player, but that's what I'll say about that. Seahawks beating the Eagles 17 to nine. Uh, and last game, Vikings beating the Saints 26 to 20. I don't think I said that. Titans, Patriots 20 to 13. I don't think I said that either. So just in case I didn't say those, that is those were the scores. And the Seahawks moving on to a very favorable Packers matchup. In my in my opinion, this is a good matchup. And we'll talk about that more in the pick'em. But yeah, so that's the end of the recap of the wild card weekend. Great, great football, really. You know, a little bit of sadness, you know, a couple tears coming down my eyes for the Patriots, but I think they'll be back next year. And Russell Wilson, Seahawks, doing doing business, moving on. Okay, divisional round. Uh, we'll do a couple pick'ems for the 49ers uh, and the Vikings. Vikings at 49ers. I'm taking the 49ers to cover the spread at minus 6.5 points. I will take 49ers money line, and I will take the over. Of 45 points, all three picks, I think, you know, fairly, fairly, fairly convinced and very confident in. I don't see the 49ers losing to, losing to the Vikings, let alone losing to the Vikings, like, marginally. I think they'll beat them by at least, you know, seven points, maybe 10, probably a field goal and a touchdown. They're at home, better defense. Kirk Cousins is going to be shook, and I just don't, I don't see the Vikings winning this game. Titans and Ravens, Ravens covering a spread at eight points. 
pretty obvious. I mean, I think the only thing that will trip up the Ravens is, again, the run game with um, Derrick Henry. But I will take the Ravens to cover the spread of minus eight points. I will take the Ravens money line. And I will take the under here at 46.5 points. I think that, you know, if they shut down Derrick Henry, there will be no offense for the Titans. If there's no offense for the Titans, this this over is not going to hit. So they take out Derrick Henry and they take care of business. Maybe they score 30, 40 points. But that, you know, if they're just up big, uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going with the under 46.5 points. But I will take them to cover the spread eight points and <clears throat> and win straight up money line. Moving on, Texans and Chiefs. I'm going with the Texans at plus 10 points. It seems like a lot of points for the Chiefs right now. I think that they will win probably by a field goal. Uh, maybe, a t- maybe a touchdown, something like that. But a field goal and a touchdown. I don't see that happening. I'll take the Texans at plus 10 points. I'll take the Chiefs' money line. The Chiefs should win this game. I don't think by more than 10 points, but they should definitely win this game. And the over should definitely hit 50 points. That's 25 points for each each team. That should hit by the at least the half. So maybe the third quarter, but the over should definitely hit here. And then the final pick em round, the Seahawks and the Packers. I'm taking the Seahawks. They're at... Green, they're at Lambeau uh, uh, in Aaron Rodgers' backyard, but I'm taking the Seahawks again. Russell Wilson, seven and one on the road, seven and one. I think that the Packers' defense is fraudulent. I think that you know, this, Russell will do his thing. It's a great. It just sniffs. It just smells like an upset to me. So I love the Seahawks here. I'm gonna take them plus four points. Seahawks money line, and I'll go the over forty six points. Those are the picks that I have. Uh, if you have any other things that you want to, you know, add or uh, debate me on, uh, email creatorcompany four zero one at gmail.com. But I'll I'll plug that at the end of the at the end of the show. So we say that, and then we'll do. Finally, we'll just do a little college football reaction. Clemson LSU. I thought Ohio State was going to win. I was wrong. Clemson beat them. They were up. <sighs> Uh, Ohio State was up again like 18-0, 16-0 in the first half. Blew the lead. You know, they just choked. Clemson, great team. A couple calls that I thought could have been, you know, different. But Clemson got the win, beat Ohio State, shut me up. And LSU stomped Oklahoma. Absolutely steamrolled Oklahoma. As far as Clemson and LSU go, LSU goes as far as the championship goes, I'm taking LSU. They don't seem nobody seems to have an answer for Joe Burrow and that offense. And it just seems like it's just gonna keep rolling. You know, they saw a really good game against Ohio State with Clemson. They're gonna have a ton of footage, a ton of game notes to to you know put into place. I really don't see I don't see Clemson beating this team. I'm sure it's gonna be a great fucking show. I think it'll be one of the best the best fucking uh, college football play like championships that that we've seen that we'll see in a while, but <clears throat> I'm taking the LSU Tigers here. I will take them. I'll take Clemson to cover the spread at 5.5 points. I'll take money line LSU and 69.5 seems a little high. Sniffing 70, I'll go on the under. I'll go under 69.5 points. 
so Clemson to cover the spread, 5.5 points. Uh, LSU money line, and I'm taking the under at 69.5 points. Yeah, those are my picks. It's been a great college football season. Really happy with uh, the buildup for this for this championship, and I you know I think it's going to be just a fantastic game to watch. <clears throat> so yeah, there we go. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for to listen. Thank you guys so much for listening to Creator Radio, and I'll catch you next time. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Creator Radio. If you want to reach out to me and send me an email or just, you know, send me your feedback, comments, concerns, anything whatsoever, still looking for that first email. Again, I'm going to keep saying this until we finally get somebody to reach in or, you know, email into the show. But you can hit me at creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That's creator, C-R-E-A-T-O-R company c-o-m-p-a-n-y 401 at gmail.com the email will be in the description if you don't know now you know we are on spotify we recently switched over to spotify for your convenience so please hit that follow button if you're enjoying what you're listening to and you want to join the creator family i really appreciate it very much um yeah that's that's it thank you guys so much peace